0: Hey Horace, give us 3 shots of your best bourbon and have that Russian waiter I like bring it over. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Russian Tim and I'm the host of Weekly Punk Rock Radio Show called Rocket from Russia. Tune into CITR 101.9 FM every Thursday from 10 to 11 a.m. And you can also find the podcast on citr.ca, iTunes and my blog rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com. <laughs> Hello! Hello, you're listening to the radio station CITR on 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. This is a weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. My name is Russian Tim and welcome to this radio punk rock program on 101.9 FM and CITR.ca broadcasting live from UBC University in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Welcome to the show, my friends. Happy August 8th and that was the name of the song which we just heard by the band called No Facts and uh, this is, uh, today is August 8th and obviously I had to play the song uh, by the name August 8th by No Facts from their brilliant album called Heavy Petting Zoo Uh, thanks to my friend Mike who is the host of a brilliant punk rock radio show called uh, Flex Your Head on CITI Radio every Tuesday 6 to 8 p.m. and he said that you must play the song and to be quite honest, I forgot that today is August 8th, and uh, but Mike remember, reminded me, and obviously I played this song for you, a cool story about this song, that the name of the song is August 8th, as I probably said already 17 times, but uh, the whole idea that Ted Mike wrote this song about death of the hippie, and uh, as I know, this song was meant to be about death of Jerry Garcia, I think that was about him, I think this is the guy, uh, the main guy from this uh, the music band called Great. dead, and um, Fat Mike thought that he died on August 8th, I believe, but in fact, Jerry Garcia that's what Wikipedia says, uh, died on August 9th, so he messed it up, but still uh, called the song August 8th this is classic no facts, classic for Fat Mike, and classic lyrics uh, for the band Alright, what do you, I have prepared for you today? Two interviews, two exciting interviews uh, One of the, the band called The Shell Corporation from California, United States of America uh, This band is my probably one of the most exciting finds of the last year uh, A great band, I very, was very excited to when I discovered them and uh, a couple of weeks ago they played in Vancouver and I got a chance to talk uh, to Jan who is a singer of uh, this uh, band uh, we will hear this interview in the second part of the show and in the third part of the show there will be my uh, new interview with the band called Flatliners uh, I talked to Chris and Scott uh, they also played in Vancouver on June 26th um, and uh, we talked about their brand new album called Dead Language which comes. Out in September on uh, Fat Records, uh, brand new record. I'm super, super excited uh, to hear that. Uh, Flatliners are my favorite Canadian band, and uh, so today we'll hear our um, conversation about their brand new album. This brand new album, and also hear three new songs uh, by the Flatliners. This is very, very exciting, and uh, those songs are very good. Uh, so, two new songs of their split that uh, Make Do and meant and off uh, a new song uh, called. Uh, Drown in Blood of their actually new album called Dead Language. So let's let's start listening to the new Flatliners. I'd like to play the song called uh, Daggers as I mentioned from their new split with the Make, Do and Mend and then we will hear my interview with uh, Scott and Chris of the Flatliners. For now, this is the Flatliners, Daggers uh, of the split with uh, the Make, Do and Mend on CITR radio station in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Let's check it out. Very exciting, isn't it? Daggers by the Flatliners, uh, Flatliners from Ontario, Toronto, Canada, uh, their brand new song uh, from uh, their split, 7-inch uh, with Make, Do and Mend, which came out uh, on the Rise uh, Records this summer. Great new song, I, I think it's, b- b- Flatliners uh, keep killing it. So let's, uh, let's uh, hear my first part of the conversation about uh, this brand new split, uh, I talked to Scott and Chris of the Flatliners, and they, uh, th- in this first part of the conversation we talked a little bit about the split and then uh chris told his story uh, about the second song which is called calutron girls and he uh, basically told uh, what the song is about it's a pretty interesting topic for a song and then we'll obviously hear this uh, this song called calutron girls for now let's hear uh my first part of the conversation with chris and scott of the Flatliners. let's check it out so, you have a brand new split seven inch that's make, do, and man came out last week on Rise Records. And uh, could you please tell a little bit about those two brand new songs, Calutron Girls and Daggers? Were those the songs uh, from the Dead Language sessions or were they leftovers from the previous?
1: One was actually leftover, Calutron Girls was leftover from, I think, The Great Awake?
0: Uh, maybe. No, from Cavalcade.
1: It was from okay, Cavalcade. but it was, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it was like, you're we right, Brooke and I, like, just after The Great Awake came out for mm-hmm. Cavalcade. And it wasn't really ready For Cavalcade We kept on We just kept it in the back burner And kept working on it And uh, then we originally Re-recorded it For Dead Language And uh, We really Really dug it a lot But it just didn't Make the record But we still wanted To put it out Obviously And same with Daggers Yeah we worked on that For Dead Language as well We um, We went to the studio And we had tons of songs I think we did like 20 songs Yeah we
0: did 20
1: Yeah so
0: It was like the same With Cavalcade You yeah. so many yeah, songs
1: yeah,
2: leftover, exactly, and, you
1: know. it's a good way to do it, we, you know
2: Yeah, I mean like, with well, us, like we, if, it, it being every, I guess now every three years for us <laughs> to put a record out So many songs are written in, in between, you know, those, like the last album and the new one And it's it's also a really fun way to just kind of, I don't know, just, just tackle the recording process at once But spread out the releases over a few years, you know what I mean. It's exciting for us. It's fun. We were able to, do, we, we were able to do three seven inches surrounding the last record mm-hmm. with just B sides, which is great. So I mean, and they all turned out very good. Sides. Thanks, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, County Tron Girls is just basically about um, uh, there were a certain group of uh, There were women that were involved with building nuclear weapons, and they had no idea, and they were just basically they were stationed. Uh, and for these super old, obviously like archaic-looking computers, you know, what I mean, like not not at all how we would imagine computers now, like gigantic screens and just they were trying to just uh, they were told to just measure and and balance these lights on a screen, I guess, and uh, they had no idea what they were doing. Is they were actually helping you know the process to build a nuclear bomb, wow, which is interesting, weird, yeah. Interesting. <laughs>
0: Hello, hello, hello! That was Calutron Girls by the Flatliners from Toronto, Ontario. Another great song, in my opinion. I hope you enjoyed those tunes as much as I do. I really like uh, when I do the interview, asking uh, questions about specific songs, the songs I love, and then hear the story of the song, and then play you the, the the song. Because to me, it sounds very, very interesting when you know when you hear. Uh, the songwriter's opinion about the song what they meant, what his lyrics about uh, maybe a little bit about songwriting things like that, to me this is like when you this is what I love doing about uh, those interviews when you can actually hear uh, songwriter's opinion about the song and then hear the song, I hope you liked it, I hope this is interesting to you. Alright, let's move on to the second part of my conversation with Chris and Scott and uh, in this uh, second part we discussed uh, their brand new album called Dead Language which comes out in September on Fat Records and Super, super excited for this record Um... Fat is road always been a great uh, band, a very exciting band in terms of writing those new songs. Those two songs we heard, in my opinion, brilliant. And then after this uh, second part of my interview, we'll hear a brand new song called "Drown in Blood" of this brand new album, Dead Language, uh, which will be out in about a month. All right, so let's uh, let's hear this uh, our conversation and then that new song, "Drown in Blood." Uh, this is this is, this is Rocket from Russia, C I T R the brand new album Dead Language comes out in September on Fatra Accords and in one of the interviews I've read that you uh, m- and you mentioned that those songs are a little bit shorter and they're a little bit gnarly you said? I, I, I think in general like
2: some of like there are more shorter like kind of to the point songs than on the last album I would say there's still a few like longer longer jams and whatever but mm-hmm. yeah I think, I think we got most of the uh most of the whole songwriter thing out of our system, <laughs> movie, I don't know. We, I, we just found like on Cavalcade, without really intentionally trying to do that, we had like a lot of like four minute long songs, three and a half, four minute long songs, whatever, so like this time we just I, I don't know, we just somehow made an effort to just kind of cut the
0: fat and just kind of go for it. I remember because when before the cavalcade came out, you were saying that this time you tried to yeah, like you say, play a role—not play a role, but like be a little bit more songwriting. Totally,
2: yeah. We like we just kind of saw how the writing was going because we never kind of set out to do anything; it just happens naturally. I think we kind of catch up with our own intentions halfway through writing an album or even maybe even recording an album. But uh, I think at that yeah, at that point, we definitely wanted to write like longer songs and not just write like you know. Two minute long punk songs, but then I, yeah, I feel like now, not to go back on our word, but we've totally now, in a way, gotten that out of this out of our system, maybe just for now.
0: So the new record is like a little more concise, I think. Yeah, yeah. The last time when you worked, it was you, I remember you said in the previous interview that Fed Mike helped you with those, you know, a little bit like change the key things, like that little yeah, suggestions. Yeah. This time, um, was it? Different? Do you think this this is a different approach to songwriting because you just did everything by yourself, or is it Steve was involved? Um,
1: it, was it's a- usually just us doing it by ourselves. Yeah. Um, with with Cavalcade, Mike listened to the songs. He really liked them, but had a few suggestions. But that was once the song was pretty much already written. Like, pretty much, yeah. He made some really cool suggestions that we never really, you know, having like an outsider's view. The feel with Steve We've been working on With him for so long That it's like No longer like An outside view He's like you know Yeah that is he, true He knows the band Pretty well at this point Yeah But uh Yeah I mean He was I think he's happy With the songs for right now he yeah. yeah He hasn't told us To change anything So that's, <laughs> that's good Yeah I don't know if he's Heard them yet
2: We uh <laughs> yeah, we, we, we really just kind of like even even on the last record, like we had we had Juno here singing a song, you know what I mean, and we had like a lot of friends and bands from Toronto and in and around there like coming to do like group vocals and stuff, and, and we like filmed a bunch of stuff in the mm-hmm. studio, and like we didn't do any of that this time, uh-huh. just because we we just I don't know we were just I think we set. Aside certain time for ourselves to record it between tours, which was something we always said we never wanted to do again after Cavalcade, but realistically, Remember. it's all we can do. Yeah. yeah, like with with the amount we've been touring, I guess, and stuff. So it really was. It was. It, it would have been difficult to try to wrangle up like a bunch of people again to be involved in it, and uh, and at the same time, we did that last time, and it worked out great. And we just wanted to try. Not much of a different idea, but just try being the four of us again, just just that like some most of the songs when we went in to record them, Steve, the guy who uh, produced some of it, like never even heard those songs. Because we just went in and kind of tracked it like well, we did it all like live together, and then you know kind of just like. Spiffed a couple things up a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I remember that when in the press release it says that you did a life of the floor and yeah. you managed to capture this live sound that you used yeah. to have as a band playing live. I mean,
2: even like Cavalcade was all done technically live, but it was all. Every every instrument was isolated Just like it was this time as well But there was a click track for everything mm-hmm. Except maybe two songs On all the songs we did for Cavalcade Whereas we flipped it this time And there's like barely any click track On any of the songs So it's just kind of us Jamming Which is cool And again like you know If if, if we wanted like a what, This one guitar lead To sound really big and stuff Then we would wait And do that after yeah. Like little things like that It's not just like We didn't go in and do the whole record live And like with me singing at the same time <laughs> And then that was it but, but like the bed tracks and everything It's all just us jamming which was fun it was cool like we went in and did like 11 of the songs in like a couple days and then waited another year to do the rest it's kind of a weird way to do it but yeah. so it's it, it was it was it's was only time we had <laughs> so.
0: um you mentioned that there's no guest and that was actually my next question about okay. the guest because i really remember how you told me the study about dylan Jafour coming in and that yeah was- <laughs> that was crazy man that so nothing fun. like that this no i mean it was it was it was
2: so fun to have all those people involved man it really was like it was, uh, and I, and I, I think it was perfect for like what that record really is about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But uh, with the new one, it was uh, we didn't we didn't really like think about it much at first. We just kind of realized like, well, if this is the the schedule to record and everything, let's just go and we just kept the four of us. And I think like, two two of our buddies came in like really last minute to help us with like the group vocals mm-hmm. for the songs, and that was it. Yeah.
0: So it was it was it was cool to just kind of keep it at that this time. Yeah. Dead language. The name of the new album. What, what, what? This name. Where did this name come from?
2: Um, there were a lot of jokes on the internet already because we're Canadian that people oh. think we think French is a dead language. I can't, yeah, I I can't, I can't, I can't speak it. I can't speak it. Well, basically, I guess it's just interesting to see like how how certain people like still hold on to things that are so gone. And to me, releasing a CD. Called dead Language is my own kind of joke of just like you're not gonna fucking buy this thing. You're crazy. You're, you're, you're not gonna buy it. Why are we putting this out? You're not gonna fucking buy it. Who cares? It doesn't bother us that no one buys music anymore, because like, or CDs uh, particularly, because I mean the shows are great. And, like you know, like people like really dig vinyl again and stuff. But that was like a part of it. Was kind of like, well, we're gonna put this thing out. We're gonna try to sell it. And no one's really gonna buy it because you can get it for free now. So why even try? Why don't we just get away for free? But you can't do that for some reason. It's just weird. Just I don't know weird so buy tires a weird, 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 weird weird
1: weird tires spinning. you
2: know what I mean though it's just strange like it's uh it's still it's still it's still wild to me that like um a lot of record labels are so successful and it's really cool to see like a lot of bands putting their own stuff out yeah it obviously depends case by case but uh, it was always just like a joke that I had in my head that I was like this could be fun <laughs> um and then other part of it's just like some of the songs are just about stuff that happened in the last few years a lot of all our lives that aren't like I. Can't really write lyrics about fun things and make me happy or anything, which is kind of a problem. So they it's just like end up being really sad it's songs. It's ther-
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's therapeutic. Yeah. You yeah. get it all yeah. So just like, just
2: kind of documenting that part of my life, which is you know, wasn't 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 a very good one all all in all. But I mean, we got a pretty cool record we're happy with out of it. So better <laughs> now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> totally.
0: All right, thank you so much. No thank you so problem. much. Man. thank you. Very Thanks very excited. Series. Very excited for okay. the new album. Cool. <laughs>
3: From me this morning A disappeared and my skin A ghost of sober warning
0: Hello, hello! You are listening to the Rocket from Russia on C.I.T.R., and that was the Flatliners to the brand new song called "Drown in Blood," which will be out on September 17th on uh, the brand new album, fourth studio album by the Flatliners called "Dead Language." Uh, available will be available for pre-order very soon on Fatback Chords and as I said, will be out on September 17th. Three new songs by the Flightliners, all very good songs in my opinion. Very excited to hear this new, new album. And I hope you enjoyed our sh- sh- conversation, the Scott and Chris of the band. All right, let's move on to the second part of the show, as I said in the beginning. And the second part of the show is my interview with the band called Shell Corporation from California, USA. Relatively new band, they started in 2011, but I discovered them last year. And they were, as I said, one of the most exciting discoveries for me, Oof. good songs. Okay, let me play a couple of songs for you. So you, if you haven't heard them, so you can share my excitement and hopefully like this band as well. So... Yeah, Yeah, It will be a good music And uh, we will all be happy here on CITR Alright, let's hear uh, a couple of songs Of uh, their uh, latest release uh, Called um, uh, Time and Pressure This is a six song EP Which we will discuss in the the interview with Jan Uh, But I would like to play two opening songs The first one is called Shit just got real, son Let's check it out. I, I like it. I think it's a very good song and I hope you will enjoy it. This is the Shell Corporation on CITR, Rocket from Russia.
4: Hello, hello, hello. My name is Jan Dries from the Shell Corporation. You are listening to Rocket from Russia on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada.
0: Good, huh? Eh? The Shell Corporation, USA, California, and we heard uh, two songs by uh, this band. Uh, both songs from uh, their latest EP, latest release. There, there's the new album which will be out soon, but uh, this is the official latest release called uh, "Time and Pressure" EP, six-song EP. And the last song we heard uh, it was uh, the <laughs> the name of the song called "Not Me." And uh, before that, we heard a song called Shit Just Got Real." son All right. Uh, let's hear let's hear my conversation with Jan of uh, the Shell Corporation. In this first uh, part, we discussed uh, this uh, brand new EP. Uh, I I'm super super excited about this uh, EP, and then. I also obviously had the questions, and then uh, I did the same thing, I asked him about a song called Looking for a War, uh, asked him a few questions, and after uh, he answers all those questions, I will play you the song, because I think this is a really, really strong song, uh, somewhat punk rock ballad, if you wish, but it's, it's in my opinion, a very strong song. Okay, so let's hear the interview with Jan of the Shell Corporation. Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada We're super excited to see you here for the first time Well, thank you We're excited to be here (laughs) Um, I'm a huge fan of your latest EP called Time and Pressure The reason I think it's a great release Because all six songs, they are different But at the same time, they sound very organic The opening track is a super, super fast song Then you have the song called Not Me Which is like a punk rock anthem Then you have Looking for a War It's like a, uh, you know punk rock ballad, then you have a reggae song, then you have a mid-tempo song, and then you have a clash influence song. So, in my opinion, they're all different songs, but it sounds very, very organic. Did you plan to record it like this? Was that the plan for you?
4: Um, That's always been the plan for the band, is that there has been no plan. So, um, we play with a lot of bands on tour, and most bands that we play with can easily be pigeonholed into oh they're that band that sounds like Wilhelm scream they're the band that sounds like uh you know name pick your favorite band hot water music um and and the way we write music is we've never we never throw out a song because it's not our song (laughs) because i mean of course if we write it it's going to be ours so even if it's down tempo even if it's reggae even if it's something completely different it's like what the hell let's give it our spin and you know they don't like it then too bad
0: (laughs) yeah because like for me like i was very very it was to me an interesting experience listening to six different songs but they sound as one band that's i think that's that's why i like this ep so much because the quality Mm -hmm. and the difference it makes a lot of sense well thank you for that
4: (laughs) i mean that's that my favorite records all have a wide variety like you know i'm a huge beatles fan and especially when you get past the first couple beatles records when you get to the later records it's uh you know, every from one song to the next, you never know what you're going to get. You get you know like a string quartet to a uh, uh, psychedelic sitar music. So, and I and or the, or the Clash is a great example, yeah. or Joe Strummer, two of my you know favorite acts bands of all time. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be able to do that a little bit of justice. So.
0: When I was reading about uh, your debut album Force Majeure, it's, a, um, it's more like a collection of songs because you have some songs recorded in the home studio and then you recorded some songs of Jamie McCann at Moore Studios and uh, then you recorded the Broken Heart Loser is an old song from 2006. Uh, is the, was this new release different uh, from you the way you recorded the debut album? Or was it recorded all in one spot? Um, the, the EP, Time and Pressure, was recorded
4: all at Motor Studios mm-hmm. with Jamie, uh-huh. um, and that was by design, and you're absolutely right about the first record, um, it came out literally three months after we had started the band, uh-huh. so it was a huge, like, hurry up, get it done by any means necessary, pull songs from old bands, pull stuff recorded from home, yeah. and with the EP, we did want it, we took a little bit more time writing the songs, and then booked a studio session with Jamie to get that done, uh-huh. so... Um, yeah so that was uh, that was our first real studio record as a band Uh, and that's why it sounds so much more I think consistent than Force Mature Yeah,
0: yeah yeah um my favorite song on the on the P is uh, "Looking for a War," and it features uh, your bassist Sean wife. Her name is Nikki, and she contributes wonderful, beautiful vocals to the song. And she so really adds up uh, to the song, I can't believe that she doesn't play in a band. That she's that's just her pure talent. She's been in lots of bands in the
4: past. She's uh-huh. just not in any bands right now. Okay, which bands she was in? Um, she was in a band in L.A. called Toy Robot, and she was in uh, a a touring U2 cover band I hope I I got that right I think it was a touring U2 cover band and they went all over the world touring they played a bunch of uh, USO shows for soldiers over in Bosnia and and, uh, she's been all over the place so she does have a whole lot of natural talent but that's backed up by a whole lot of practice and experience as well.
0: Yeah, because she really adds up to the song. And the other interesting thing about this song looking for a war that it feature the lyrics uh, for the songs are inspired by a poem poem called An Irish Airman Forces His Death by W. B. Uh, Yates. Um, I know that some other songs are from Shell Corporation are influenced by the poems. What's your relationship with the poetry and how did you come up about that?
4: I love good poetry, um, and that's to say that most poetry I don't find very good, but um, I'm also, uh, believe it or not, a lazy lyricist. It takes a lot for me to actually sit down and write, so if I can sit, if I can steal something that I love that someone else already wrote, mm-hmm. makes my job much easier, and especially if I already love it and it already has the message that I was going to write anyway, someone already did it better, mm-hmm. may as well borrow it from them so uh, uh, th- actually the new record the Mandrake doesn't have any song I didn't steal anything on that record oh, good job <laughs> so, uh, we we've we covered a song but I didn't take any poetry for any lyrics so. uh-huh. um, but yeah that's that's uh, that Irish Airman for Seize His Own Death and from the first record Ozymandias are yeah, two of my yeah, yeah. all time favorite poems yeah. so
0: because I found this uh, the the poem about WBA Yeats on the uh, YouTube and someone actually reading and it was really interesting to hear first your song mm-hmm. and hear like a Memorize those lines And then hear those lines In a little bit different order yeah. Mixed up with different lines just When someone's just reading as a poem It was an interesting experience
4: Yeah, And that's uh, interesting to write songs that way I like when you're setting a poem to music it, I feel like you have that freedom To reinterpret the, the cadence And um, I took a lot of liberty With the W.B. Yeats poem Because, uh, there was, there is no real chorus in most poems, unless it's a a lyric or a chorus poem, Uh like an epic, but neither of those poems are. So I had to like build a chorus or make one up and, uh, to, to redo the lines and make it a song and not a poem.
3: I should meet my fate somewhere among the clouds above. Those that I fight I do not hate. Those that I guard I do not love. My country is cool tartan and crust. My countrymen cool-tard and poor. No An likely end could bring them lust, Or leave them happier than before. No law nor duty bade me fight, nor public man nor cheering crowds A lonely impulse of delight drove this tumult in the clouds I balanced over brought all to mind, the years to come seem waste of breath A waste of breath, the years behind, in balance with this life, this death
0: This is Rocket from Russia on CITR in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada CITR.ca the website where we are available online We just heard two songs uh, The Shell Corporation, Time and Pressure that was their song called Looking for the War and which was their interpretation of uh, W.B. Yeats' uh, poem and Irish Man of Forces He is Deaf and before that I also find this very cool version then Shane McGovern on the Pogues does his uh, sort of uh, speaking word uh version of this poem mixed with a little bit music in the background I found it's very interesting and I just really wanted to play that for you because this first of all Shane McGowan the legend uh, does that uh you know, legendary Irish poem and then uh, to see how the Shell Corporation interpreted this original poem uh, to a song and uh, as Jan described, they changed a few lyrics, make up a chorus and I think they did a brilliant, brilliant job Alright, let's move on to the next part of our conversation where we discuss the band's brand new album called Mandrake which will be out eventually there's no set release date yet and after that we will hear and world radio premiere of this song, This uh, none of the uh, new songs from uh, this new album by Shell Corporation has been played on the radio as I know, as Jan told me. Uh, so this uh, will be a uh, world premiere uh, and it will, it will be a cover song uh, but let's first hear a little bit about uh, this brand new album by the Shell Corporation called The Man Drake uh, Yeah, let's check it out. This is the interview with Jan of the Shell Corporation I know that your <laughs> new album and you mentioned that uh, Mandrake is all is ready. Could you please tell a little bit about this new album and uh, when is the release date? When we can hear the album? Um, the release date
4: is we don't know. Um, we don't have where. W- literally, we got the almost final mixes for it this morning in our e- email inboxes. We have a few notes. and It's going to go back, so we'll have a finished product by. Um, I would hope by the end of the week, and then. Um, we haven't settled on a date yet but I would imagine uh, by early fall we're playing Fest Mm -hmm. this year in Gainesville and uh, we want to have something out by then it's unlikely we'll have vinyl by then but we at least want to have release and all that Mm -hmm. by then
0: And it's Solidarity Records again? Uh,
4: Possibly, we haven't actually talked to Randy Uh about that yet so um, I mean I think everyone's expecting to put it out on Solidarity
0: Uh, You mentioned that you will have a cover song on this album can you reveal the secret?
4: Uh, yeah, it's The Police. Uh, It's off of their record, Zenyatta Mundada." It's called Bombs Away. Um, I just, again, it was one of those songs where we wanted to do a cover song, um, on this record, uh, partly because we're lazy and it saved us from having to write one, and partly because there's so many good songs out there that, um, that aren't really well known. I mean, everyone knows The Police, but that no one's really done before done a treatment, and, uh, and bombs away is just you know it's one of those sleeper songs on Zaniata Mandata there's so many other more famous songs on that record but i really like the lyrical content of that song mm-hmm. so it it made the record so
0: excited to hear it yeah
4: and uh, Jake, our drummer is a huge police fan so uh-huh. it was kind of a natural for him to want to play that
0: this is interesting how you play this beautiful you know really like sing along catchy punk rock but you love beatles uh, he likes the police you it's 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 very interesting we um,
4: i would say i mean we are we're all punk rock is all of you know that's that's our love that's why we're in this band that's the music that really makes us feel something but as far as our favorite bands um yeah they're not definitely i would say most of them are not punk bands necessarily or they're punk bands like the clash that ended up being the world music bands by the end of their careers (laughs) i like bands that they grow and change over time Uh so i mean i get you know if they they have one brilliant record and then they release three more brilliant records that sound exactly like the first brilliant record Uh that's impressive uh from a consistency standpoint but i i lose interest uh-huh. you know i'm like i already heard that song you already wrote that song i want something new
0: do you see the shell corporation changing and evolving that way
4: i hope so i hope so uh mandrake is definitely uh, a departure from force majeure and uh-huh. and and time and pressure ooh interesting um, you know there's a lot of the old flavor in there but there's you know we're going in different directions we're trying new things out so we'll see i mean uh, i want to keep people's attention and uh but, uh, yeah, if they don't like it, well, fuck them if they can't take a joke.
3: The general sketches his belly and thinks his pay is good, but his officers stink. Gorilla- and looks in the mirror and speaks His shirts are clean but his country rakes Unpaid bills Afghanistan
0: That was World Radio premiere of the song uh, called Bombs Away the cover of the band called The Police from Shells Corporation's new album Mandrake which will be out uh, pretty soon it's ready I just waited to be released uh, hope you enjoyed that cover, interesting version interesting take on that song alright, let's move to the final part of my conversation, the Jan of the Shell corporation, where we discussed a few pretty random things, along with uh, his uh, love and passion for legendary Canadian band called Propaganda. let's check it out uh, pretty interesting um, conversation, I hope so you worked with Luke Martin on uh, album artworks, and uh, even the website Dying Scene chose the artwork for Time and Pressure as their cover of the week battle. And you won a going away a going away against uh, bands like The Hives, Melvins. Did you work with Luke on the artwork for Man Drake as well? Absolutely. It is available
4: online. Um, it's it's up on our Facebook page. Um, and, uh, yeah, Luke is an old, good friend of ours, and as you've seen by his work, a very talented artist. Uh-huh. And uh, so it was a no-brainer. We asked him to do the artwork, and he said, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And this time, it's, uh, and it's not the rest have been digital. Um, work and this one he actually painted uh-huh so there is actually at my house we have a painting of the artwork uh-huh. about two and a half feet by two and a half feet
0: and how did you transfer that into digital um well,
4: we paid a studio money to take a picture of it and oh. and they uh so, and they have
0: probably the ability bills yeah,
4: yeah and they have yeah fancy lighting and all yeah, that yeah. and they take a really actually the, the the digital rendering the picture that we got looks better than the painting <laughs> It's, oh. The colors are more vivid and everything, oh, okay. so they did a really great job with
0: that. I heard, I read one of the, one of the interviews that you started working uh, with Luke um, for the first uh, release of uh, the Shell Corporation. But I looked up uh, your uh, previous band, the ma- Majority Lost, and the second album looks. Uh, the artwork done in a similar style was it him as well that is that is also Luke yeah okay yeah because that's
4: when when uh, Curtis and I joined Majority Lost and we recorded that second record the second full length yeah. um it was a it was also a natural to uh-huh. like well we do know an artist and he's very good and so that's that's who we went with there too uh-huh.
0: because i I heard first that you just started working the theme with him when you just started the Shell Corporation But when I went back, then it's before the news. Before, started Before,
4: and then even before that, I, back in 2004-2005 uh, in, in San Francisco, I had a band called Scientician uh-huh. And he would do all of our flyers and buttons and all stuff Oh, so it's long-term Oh, yeah, we're, we're old friends from a long time <laughs> ago
0: when you toured Europe, uh, you became good friends with a great uh, French band called Uncommon Men from Mars, yeah. from Servieres, uh, France. Mm-hmm. Um, you even released a tour split EP. Could you please tell a little bit about uh, this amazing band to tell the listeners, introduce them and tell how you met them?
4: Uh, Uncommon Men from Mars, have uh, been around for uh, probably 20 years in France. They're from the town you, you mentioned that I have no idea how to pronounce. And That's, I probably mispronounced it. It's actually, it's very close to Lyon. So they, they say they're from Lyon, France. Um, uh, they are a pop-punk band. They've been around for a long time. They're just really talented. They write amazing um, songs. Their last record is, is uh, called Easy Cure, and it's, I think, their best work to date. Uh, we met them uh, through uh, a friend of mine who lives in Cologne, Germany, who books our European tours, and uh, he was booking them in Germany, and we just uh, met up, and then somehow our CD made it into the hands of the singer and uh he really liked it so when it came time to maybe do a tour he suggested we do a tour trade so mm-hmm. they brought us over to france which is a big treat because they play in front of a lot of kids over there mm-hmm. and then in, in exchange we did a west coast u.s tour and brought them over last mm-hmm. april mm-hmm. so um yeah i if you're listening to this check out uncommon men from mars and they're they're not just friends of ours they're a very very good band and if you are lucky enough to see them live do that because that's an even better show so. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Um, uh, this tour split uh, EP with uncommon men from marks features acoustic cover of the song pink zoo will pay by a legendary Canadian band called Propagandy. I know that uh, how to clean everything is one of your favorite albums of all time and I know that you are a kid you listened to non-stop to this uh, record on your CD player and you even also did the cover project acoustic cover project by the way we stole those songs um, recently fat track re-released this album because it's 20 years ago Anniversary, And I think when you listen to it as a kid, it was more like emotional, something new Now, 20 years later, when you are yourself a brilliant punk rock songwriter What can you tell, what's brilliant about this record? Not from emotional, but from the musical uh, point of view
4: um, The guitar work on it is really something I mean, get, Propaganda is known as a guitar band now But even then, they like that guitar stuff they were doing was just... So it was technically good, but not so out there that you didn't think you could play it. And that's what originally made me love the band was that it was accessible to me as a, as a budding guitar player. I'm like, I can with enough practice, I can play those parts. You know, it wasn't like Van Halen where it was just so far off that it was forget about it. Um, and nowadays, uh, I think the rec I still listen to the record all the time. Uh, it stands up um, partly. I don't even think it's it's necessarily nostalgia. It's the, the, lyrically. I know they don't like it. I've read the Propagandi doesn't like it, but lyrically, I think it's a a damn fine record for a bunch of young kids. Uh, lyrically, they really they put it all out there. They wear it on their sleeve. Um, they say it uh, eloquently and, and and pretty intelligently, I think. And uh, and then there's enough dynamic range on the record, even though it's a Fat Records release. You know, there are some quieter songs, Halle Selassie and. and um it's it's i think it's just a one of a, a great all-around release still i still love all the songs melodies are everything about it i just I love that record so yeah
0: okay this is it thank you so much for the interview thanks so much for your time thank you for your time thank you okay right on thank you yeah that probably. was painless Hello, hello, hello. That was my final part of the interview with uh, Jan of the band called the Shell Corporation of uh, California. Um, and where he discussed the, Again, it was interesting to hear from another songwriter. Uh, as, a f- you know, as a songwriter, he is also a music fan. And why he loves the legendary propaganda so much. Interesting. I, l- I love those bits uh, of information from the bands, which I really like. Alright, let's move on. We are almost done here. I'd like to play you a couple of songs by local bands because there are a couple of very very cool shows happening this weekend Saturday uh, August 10th at the Pets Pub there's a very cool punk rock uh, show uh, the bands uh, Contra Code Jerk Store and Thanks for Nothing are playing uh, it's a $10 cover doors are at 8 o'clock Pets Pub located at 403 East East Hastings uh, Contra Code and uh, Jerk Store those um, new bands in Vancouver I just heard both bands this year um, and Thanks for Nothing they're absolutely brand new band they don't even have any songs recorded so I'd like to play your songs by Contra Code and if we have time by Jerkstore. and uh, just really again that's uh, we have a very strong punk, or punk rock scene in Vancouver and Contra Codes is in my opinion one of the most exciting local bands they play skate punk and I've played them on the show before so um, I'm really excited to see them live on Saturday and uh, let's hear their song uh, they have a brand new EP which is available on their band camp the name of the EP is a Sick Rad and the band named Contra Code And we'll hear the opening track My favorite song of the CP called uh, Slay Them All Let's check it out This is Contra Code on CITR radio station Hello, hello, hello. That was Contra Code of the, their song called Slay Them All or from their EP Secret. They're playing on uh, Saturday, August 10th at the Pets Pub. This is it. Thank you so much for listening. That was Rocket from Russia on CITR, rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com. We're also available all the podcast on CITR.ca. And I'd like to finish with a band called Living with Lance. They have a show. They're playing the show August 9th at the Cobalt of Grave Life and Lying Eyes. And I'd like to finish the show with their song called Regret Song. Thank you so much for listening. That was Rocket from Russia on CITR and this is Living the Vlines Regret Song. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a super weekend. <laughs>